is having a good day. Uh, welcome to drboystv.com, the home for intelligent black people. And as you guys know that uh, in this space, we are B1, which means we are black first. We make our community our top priority. Uh, we are interested in hearing from all black people who either are intelligent or want to be more intelligent. So if you are in that category, if you believe that we should put ourselves first, if we, you believe we can solve our own problems, if you believe that we must be one to be successful, put a hashtag B and the number one in the chat. Uh, hashtag B1. That's the calling card. All right. So uh, today I get a chance to talk to a real intelligent brother that I've heard of. Uh, he's part of uh, something called the Black World Order, which I can't wait to hear more about. His name is Brother Ben X. Uh, give me a yes in the chat if you've heard of Brother Ben X. Uh, if you haven't heard from him or heard about him, you really need to hear about this this guy because he's he's just killing it. He's doing amazing work. And uh, without further ado, I want to welcome my brother. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing Blacktastic. Black tastic. I love it. I love it. So let me ask you, man. All right. So uh so so Ben X, man, you um I, I don't even know where to begin exactly. I guess I'll start with the basic questions. Uh, how old are you? Um man, actually I just turned um 27 years young. Yeah, on the sixth <laughs> of this month, I just turned 27. Really? Okay, twenty-seven years old. That's a that's a great age to change the world. So you um uh you are out of Dallas. And uh, and I heard a lot about you, and, and I, I found out this weekend you and I are both going to be at the Knowledge Fest in Louisville, Kentucky, along with Red Pill, Blue Pill, Sabir Bay, and a lot of other uh, brilliant black people. Uh, so so tell me, man, um, who, tell if, if somebody said, uh, who are you and what do you do and what you believe, what would you say to that? Well, I, I always like to start off with my birth because I believe my birth uh, is a part of what made me who I am. So uh, for those who don't know, I was actually born in a prison. Um, I was born in prison. My first time ever seeing my biological father was in his casket. And I would call seeing my biological mother maybe one time. Uh, my mom and dad, who's my mom and dad now, is actually my mom's, my biological mom's cousin. Um, and so if I was to say who I am, I'm a student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Um, I am a uh, believer uh, in the nation of Islam by nature. A Muslim is one who uh, submits their will to do the will of God. And I'm a uh, I'm an entrepreneur. So my mission is to give life to the dead mentally, spiritually and financially. And the reason I always now because I used to didn't tell that story. Uh, the reason I now talk about my birth is because the minister says when Allah uh, forms you, he shapes you in the womb. And I started to think about that because he talked about his story and how he's so close to God because his mother, biological mother, tried to abort him three times. So when I think about maybe the condition of my mother, if she's confined in a jail, she's probably having thoughts about freedom. If she's confined in a cell, she's probably having thoughts about liberation. Well, we know how to give birth to a God. It's important for the woman to be consuming the right foods, to be consuming the right mental and spiritual foods because that's going into the child. So by my mother probably being in that prison, wanting to be free, I believe, this is why I never really liked going to school on a day-to-day -day basis because I felt like I was confined. I feel like this is why I never wanted to have a nine to five. And especially I didn't want to go to school every day, going somewhere I don't want to be just to get a degree to go live that same lifestyle. So my mindset of being an entrepreneur, my mindset of wanting to free my people, I believe started all the way in the womb. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, you know, man, um, that's powerful that you start with your birth. You know, we talk about the mother, man. I, um, 
uh, I didn't know my father either. I, I did. I met him uh, one time. Oh, I sorry, scratch. I met him twice and had two conversations with him my whole life. And um, and my mother uh, told me. I, I asked my mother. I said, well, "The day I was born, uh, my mother's seventeen years old when she gave birth to me." I said, "Who was in the delivery room when I was born?" You know, because my, my brother gave birth to a baby. It was like eight or nine of us, all just waiting for the baby to get there. It was a big deal. The baby is well protected. And she said, uh, there was nobody there. I said, you mean nobody? Like, not, no cousins, no relatives, no nothing? She said, no, it was just me and you. And uh, she said, after um, after she gave birth to me, she uh, you know stayed in the hospital about a day or whatever. And the next day, she had to go out with, this, with me, the newborn baby, by herself to the corner, to the street corner, and catch the bus to get home. Wow. And I thought about that, that isolation uh, that she must have felt at that time. And that's what made me understand the power and the importance of, of our mothers and, and, and where they are and how they feel and, 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 and just how significant they are in, in who we are. You know, just our ex- mere existence is old to that. And, uh, and, and so when you talk about, you know, coming from those kinds of beginnings, I think when I heard that story, it made me feel very alone. It made me feel like, man, like nobody wanted me here. <laughs> you know, like hey, nobody, you know, because uh, I know the white man didn't want me here. And uh, and and so it's uh, it, it kind of adds it, for me. It added fuel to my purpose. It's like, yeah. no, well, you did everything you could to make sure I wasn't here. Now I'm here, and now you're gonna know that I'm here. Uh, would you say that your experience, in terms of how you describe your birth, do you think that that is part of what drives you, in terms of almost feeling like you're the guy that they didn't want to see born? You're, you're the young man that they didn't want to see grow into what you become. You could have become a lot of things in that situation, but you became what you are now. Uh, how does that drive you every day? Man, it, it, it drives me because I know there is a little child out there who doesn't have a father at all, who doesn't have a male figure or a model at all. And I know I have been told, even in my young age, that uh, mothers, children look up to me. Um, and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that adversity is the mother of creativity. Mm-hmm. So with me being the only child, another thing I didn't tell you guys is I have 21 biological brothers and sisters. So my dad was a my my my, my dad was a pimp. He was a rolling stone, I guess. Um <laughs> wait, 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 let me ask you like a real pimp, like yeah, like a, pimp. like a pimp pimp, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I got 21 biological brothers and sisters, but I grew up in a household myself alone. So I had four, I had three. Uh, one, two, three. I had three uh, brothers and sisters that I know staying in East Texas, and one of them, my little baby sister, stayed in Fort Worth. So I got 21 biological brothers and sisters. I've only met six of them, and I recently met within the last two years another one, but I met him on Facebook because I was looking up my dad's by, um, uh, birth or death certificate, whatever the case may be, and I saw all the names of my siblings. So I started to search, man, let me see if I can find them on Facebook. And I end up finding one on Facebook. So I was the only child. And I used to always, and my mom, you know, she never hid how many, you know, uh, siblings I had. She never hid that. That was my biological mom. So I always had thoughts in my mind, like, man, why they never came back and, and asked for me? Why they never came back and wanted to spend time with me? And I always wanted to be around my siblings. So as we got older, you know, my mom started taking me down there to East Texas and we spent time with each other. So now we actually have a great relationship. Whenever we get together, it's always fun. We always playing games. But when I was growing up as the only child, I had to talk to myself. 
So I don't know mm -hmm. if y'all seen any of my skits and uh, y'all kind of saw me doing a little acting today. I talk to myself and I answer myself. Hey, brother Ben, what's going on? Hey, man, shoot, ain't nothing, man. We finna get to work today. So I talk to myself and I answer myself. But this was this was a way for me to vent because mm -hmm. I'm also an introvert. You know, I sound I may seem like an extrovert when I get on camera because I just feel like I'm stepping into my purpose. But in person, I'm really an introvert. So when I'm at home talking to myself, making these skits. I'm getting what's in my head out to the world and I'm just allowing y'all to see it. So the fact that I was born like that, I grew up the only child. This allows me to be creative. And this what gave birth to my creative skits, which eventually gave birth to me using my creative skills of editing and video editing after I joined the Nation of Islam to push a more positive message. Wow, man. Wow. You know, first of all, shout out to the Nation of Islam. I mean, just. I um, there's nothing anybody could ever say to make me have any problem with the nation uh, because I see people like yourself coming. I mean, I think about brothers. I know uh, uh, brother Nuri Muhammad, brother Wesley Muhammad and so many others that just are, are just the most extraordinary human beings I've ever met, you know, and and uh, and I love and of course, the, the minister himself. I lived around the corner from him for a few years and I just uh, I, I mean, you talk about the blueprint. Of blackness it's right there you know and i'll say this man what's funny is i you and i if and everybody should notice this, this is the first time ben and i have brother ben and i have met uh we we uh, apparently he's we, we he's been affiliated with, some, with a lot of stuff for a while, long time and i didn't know about it i just found out that literally five minutes ago but you mentioned three things i'm just listening to and i'm thinking wow we we got a lot in common uh that first part about what you said me meeting your brothers and sisters uh later on in life you know uh just a week and a half ago, I talked to my brother, my biological brother, for the first time in 20 years. You know, right. and I, I did I didn't know him, you know, and uh, and then my sister, I talked to her as you know as well, and I didn't know her. You know, and uh, and it, it is it's it, and what I would say to people that are listening is, when you talk about planting your seed, you got to think about these things because you you know when when we sort of throw our seed out there irresponsibly, it creates chaos and confusion, you know. And I and I had to you know talk through a lot with my siblings over the division over just the fact that we didn't know each other and there's rejection that people feel and hurt we all had to go through by being rejected never really connecting to anything and 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 and, and that lack of connection that also is part of what made me an introvert i'm ex an extreme introvert i i get to the point i don't know if you go through this where if i go to an event and i talk to a lot of people and i shake hands and you know how to play the game you know how to, you know you know what you got to do you got to shake hands and you know give everybody hugs and all that go reach out. about 30 minutes of that i'm like exhausted maybe an hour I got to go into a room with complete silence and take a nap and just clear my spirit. And something goes on mentally. Do you, do you ever feel that way? Just Absolutely. Kind of exhausted from it. Uh, just talk about that. Feel free. Yeah, I, I have to recharge. And I, and I try to explain that as well. You know, there's a such thing as mental energy. Um, and as, and as much as I may seem, you know, welcoming online and extrovert online, and I am, I really do care. But after a while, because of the way I grew up as the only child and me being an introvert, you literally have to go to a room or you kind of get irritated. You kind of get, you know, antsy and you and, and because I have love, you know, I don't cut people off when they speaking to me. You know, a lot of people say, man, I got a lot of patience because I know there are some people that don't have nobody that they can talk to. They don't have nobody that they can vent to. 
But at the same time, with me being an introvert, I'm also kind of like getting a little impatient, like, man, come on, man, hurry up. But I don't want to cut them off. And I want to actually give them a solution. I don't want nobody to come to me, ask me a question, be vulnerable enough, comfortable enough to open up to me. And then I don't have the time and patience to be able to open up to them because, shoot, they ain't got to be listening to me. They don't have to be watching me. So I'm blessed and thankful for them to even be able to be comfortable to bring that to me. But yeah, absolutely. After event, I got to go to my room. I ain't trying to go out to eat. I'm going right to my room. I'm laying down. I got to recharge and reboot to go back and interact again. Wow. Wow, man. That That is you just told the story of my life, man. It's well, everybody, in case you don't know, I'm talking to brother Ben X. And uh, if you don't know him, you should know him. Uh, he's on Instagram and every everywhere else, and he's very very good at what he does. And also, I want to make sure everybody knows that uh, that brother Ben and I are are going to be part of a wonderful group of black people that's going to be featured this weekend at Knowledge Fest in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I'm gonna put the website up here. It's meetinc.org. Uh, let's see, Knowledge Fest. I think they're gonna have. Uh, I, I see. I saw Red Pill, Blue Pill, uh, Sabir Bay, Styles P. Uh, and, and, and the BWO. Now, now, now I'm gonna, let me ask you about the BWO. Let, let's let's trans- transition into that. So they said Brother Ben X and the BWO. So tell us what the BWO is. It looks like there's a, an affiliation there. Uh, break that down for us. So BWO started off, uh, the company name is Black World Order. Um, why Black World Order? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that black is not a color. Black is the essence from which all color comes from, meaning that we are the original. We're the original man of the planet Earth. Don't care what nobody say. You can get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. So we looking at getting our black world in order. And what a lot of us have been missing is, yes, we we, we getting spiritual, man. We getting the, the rituals, but we got to bring some economic power to our community. We got to learn how to create businesses for ourselves so that we can separate and do something for ourselves. Now, I didn't say segregate. I said separate. Well, what does separation means? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us like this. Hey, man, it's like being in a marriage with somebody who you know is just, they, they beating on you. This ain't going to work. We're separating so I can do for myself what you are doing for me so I won't no longer have to depend on you. That's simply what that means. So when we say black world order, we say, hey, the minister said this. Hey, romance with our finance is a nuisance. We can have all this love. We can have all this cuteness and handsomeness. But if these men, if these brothers is not learning how to provide, you are sleeping with 50 percent woman. That's what my minister teach me. Yeah, you, yeah, you want a you want 100 percent woman. You need to be 100 percent man. You need to go out here and learn how to provide so you can provide an environment for your woman to be a 100 percent woman. So she can be that first teacher so she can be that homemaker if that's what she want to be, because we talk the home is her place. I mean, I'm sorry, her base, not her place. So we say, man, let's get the black world in order. Let's show them what first digital real estate. That's what I teach showing you how to develop assets online so you can start to receive some residual income by bringing uh, a value online. My brother Jake Taylor Jacobs teaches the private banking blueprint. This is showing you how to build your own private bank so that you're not depending on the banks to loan you money so that you can pay all this interest. Where do the banks get their money from? They get their money from the consumer. They're giving us products. Real estate is a product. CDs, all these bank accounts is products. Well, how come I can't develop my own product and go straight to the market and then become my own bank? 
So my brother Jake Taylor Jake shows me how to build a private bank and build a cash reserve. And that cash reserve, I can take that money out tax-free. It grows tax-free. And when I take that money out, it's still growing at a guarantee for the 8% as if I never took it out. So when my brother Jay Taylor Jacobs taught me this, I said, man, I got to bring this thing to the community because we have built our companies, all of our companies, debt free mm. without borrowing nothing mm. from the bank. Then my brother Chris Cole and 19 Keys, they came in with the wealth standard. This is showing about stocks. This is showing about crypto. This is showing about how to invest. And the idea behind it was why would we stay having separate courses. I got digital real estate, which was booming. We got several results, several testimonials out there. Same with Jake, same with the wealth standard. So we said, what about if we unite? If we unite, we can make all of our programs affordable and we can make more and do more for our community if we just unite together. So that's what the Black World Order is. And so now you may see where it says bridging wealth opportunities because mm. under build uh under your black world that we trying to get in order, that's only one piece of it. We got BWO fit because what's the point of you making all this money, but you ain't going to be fit. I mean, there ain't no reason for you to have all the hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars in the bank, but you can't spend it. You can't move nowhere because you sick. Don't make no difference. So now I got, we got BWO fit. That's in the house. Then we got the BWO youth that's coming. And we have the BWO tribe, which is Tuesday through Saturday at 7 p.m. We got coaching. We got orientation. And we have what we call the sister circle and the uh, and the lion's den. These two, I believe, is the most important. Not the money, not the strategies, not the investment. Why? Because what I found is our people is dealing with trauma. Mm -hmm. They dealing with mental issues. I had a sister come and confess during this week on the tribe. She says I was molested at the age of three. She has never gotten over it and she's 40 years old right now. What we don't realize when we don't deal with that, you still in your mind that three year old girl that you don't do the work to overcome and deal with that. So the problem that she had in her business, not being able to trust people, being dependent. All these things, when we dug into it, it stemmed from what she had dealt with as a child with the incest. So in our community, we think just a strategy is going to solve it. We think just a social media or a money strategy is going to solve it, but it can't. It's not going to solve it. So once we deal with the mental issues and the spiritual issues, what we begin to see is people have breakthroughs and their income increase. So that's what the Black World Order is in a, in, a, in a bean shell. It's a course that ties all of our financial courses together, but also our mental and spiritual courses together because it's not just a financial resurrection. It's a mental and spiritual resurrection as well. Wow. Wow. Can, can everybody... Uh just uh you know uh, give this brother some b1 support you know just i mean, be, I, I love this i mean i think this is great uh, everybody put a b1 in the chat and uh, type a brother being or something just say something to applaud this young man for what he's doing because um you know th this is my vision of the future i mean this is uh what he's really doing what i'm seeing is it sounds like you're building a better black man building a better black woman uh which ultimately will build a better black community because when you have healthier people, you have healthier relationships, healthier children. The, the families are uh, educated, provided for and protected. Uh, you, you're talking about real love when you talk, you know, because I had a debate with somebody about that. And they talked about uh, they, they, they said, well, well, why would we get together with family and and, and talk about money? We get together and we, 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 we socialize and we, you know, and grandma feeds everybody. I said, yeah, well, that's all good. But 
but economics is very important. Uh, if you're not able to uh, sustain yourself economically, then you're going to always feel off balance. And then ultimately what happens is that because we can't come find a way to get together and bring our resources together, we end up dispersing those resources. You know, you got four or five smart black people that are sitting there right next to each other who will sit there and socialize with each other. But then each of them will go work for the white man. And that's what I was about to say, not to cut you off, but that's exactly what I was about to say. In our community, we act like money not important. And when somebody brings up money, you think, oh, they just money driven. Oh, it's all about the money. But you go to a white man job every single day slaving. You don't want to be there. You, you, when you come home to your children on Friday, you relieve. Woo, baby, woo, I got me a couple of days off. <laughs> and then on Sunday, you upset because you have to go back to a place you don't want to be. Then you tell our generation, baby, go to school so mm. you can get good grades, so you can get a degree and, and work for somebody else like I'm doing. But I'm looking at you miserable when you come home. We lying. We are using this as an excuse. Why are we talking about money? It's because we don't want to face it and deal with maybe I'm irresponsible. When somebody die, you want to call me about money. When somebody die, you calling cousin, mama, uncle. Can you help bury grandmama them? Can you help bury auntie them? When somebody was trying to tell you about life insurance six years ago. It's no reason in our community for us to be healthy and for us to be doing GoFundMe's for when somebody died. This is what life insurance does. There's no reason as a man, if I'm the sole provider of my household, I shouldn't be looking into life insurance because if anything happens to me before I reach wealth, my family can get six figures. My family can get seven figure payout and I can have a plan put together within that will that tells them you got to do X, Y, and Z before you can even touch my money. So I'm still in control and running the household even from my grave. These, this is stuff that we have to start to think about because when we when the pandemic hit, we sure start talking about money. Yep. Yeah, man. Hey, man, what are we going to do, man? We out of water. Man, we out of food. Well, somebody has been warning us, the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan, store food in your house. Mm. Hey, man, have your six weeks to six months worth of water in the house. But we always want to be reactive versus proactive politics without economics is symbol without substance we can have all these great ideas but if we don't have the finances to be able to apply it it won't matter and here's the last thing when it comes to even being an activist if we say well we just need to protect the community let me tell you this if i say hey man we finna we finna protect the community from two o'clock to six o'clock today because man something going on how many brothers do we know gonna say, man, I can't even make it today, man. I gotta go to work. So making money is not just to have a car, not just to have a house. It's so that you can be free enough to do the activism and God work that you wanna do. See, we have to be so free that when I get up in the morning, I'm serving God, I'm not serving the banks. And what I mean by that, we in so much debt. I'm at a job that I don't wanna be at just so I can pay a bill off just so I can pay a mortgage off, just so I can pay my car. It's time out for that. We have to wake up every morning and be living in our purpose. And this is what economics can help us do. Man, you know, I, I love it. And by the way, this is Brother Ben X. Uh, everybody hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, uh, share, subscribe, all that stuff, because y'all know that this message is is what we need. You know, we uh, God bless all the pastors and all the churches, but these are the pastors we need. This is the kind of message that we need as a community. And I support this and endorse this 100 percent. I love what this brother saying, uh, you know, and, and it's funny when you talk about that, that purpose issue. I, I get a lot of people that 
Well, I've heard people actually come to me and say, well, well, oh, I, I, I think black capitalism's good. You're, you're a capitalist. And I say, no, I'm not actually a capitalist. I, I don't believe in capitalism 100 percent. I believe in free enterprise, but not capitalism. And the reason for that is because, uh, you know, I'm not a Marxist either. I'm not a socialist, communist, none of that. I don't like those labels. Uh, but I, I, in order to understand something, uh, I think you got to hear all the perspectives. So I went and I studied Karl Marx and I read some of his ideas to get a sense because a lot of our <clears throat> social movements in the black community, people don't notice, but they're rooted in Marxism and communism and all that. And that's not a bad thing all the time. Sometimes it, it actually works. But the problem that we've had, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this. I'm going to lay out a statement and I'm not even going to lay, lay a question. You, you're so smart. I want you to just to respond based on what comes to mind. So when you look at the last 60 years, we have not made progress since the civil rights movement began, not economic progress. The racial wealth gap has not closed a bit. Even the education gap hasn't closed. And it, 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 if you really look at the source of things, you know why. It's because the civil rights movement, which unfortunately had a strong root in Marxism and communism, a lot of even Black Lives Matter, the leader said, we're trained Marxists. Well, they don't make a lot of mention on how you can advance economically. If you're not talking about economics, then you're not going to advance on your economics, right? If, if, if that's not a conscious, intentional thing that you're focused on, then you'll make, why would you expect to make progress in wealth when you don't talk about wealth? So, so, so one of the things that's interesting though, is that when I, when I studied Karl Marx, one thing I found was he had a legitimate critique of capitalism that I think you would agree with because you actually referenced it just now. He said that when you are trained by the capitalist machine to, uh, to serve the corporation, and that's what you do, you spend more time with your job than you spend with your kids, that keeps you from living your best life and truly living out your purpose. Your purpose is not in that factory, right? Your purpose is not at Denny's. You know, your purpose is not at that nine to five job you have. Your purpose is somewhere else. But yeah. you can't pursue your purpose because you've been trained since birth. This is an indoctrination process, right? The brainwashing is deep. They've indoctrinated you since childhood to define yourself by the job you have and to dedicate your life to the job. So when you look at the community falling apart, families falling apart, America's falling apart. A lot of it is falling apart because we're dedicating all of our time. They could be spent putting things together. We're putting all that time into the job and into the company. So when you free yourself from that, you're, you're able to find this whole universe of possibilities that you didn't know exist. Now, I made that statement. I'd like to get your, your response to that. It reminds me of something. Um, in the scripture, because I believe we are the real children, of Israel. Now, all my brothers who the Israelites, don't come after me, man. Hey, man, we're on the same team, okay? So don't be saying, well, brother, brother Ben just admitted it. Yeah, man, yeah, we've been said that. So listen, I believe we're the real children of Israel. I believe we're the real chosen people of God. And I'm thinking about Moses when you're speaking. When Moses went to Pharaoh, do you remember what Moses told Pharaoh? He said, let what? He said, well, wait, wait, when Moses, Pharaoh, he said, let my people go. Let my people go. So that's separation, right? Right. So when you think about Noah, when Noah, when he's separating people, I mean, he's separating people, putting one on the ark and some people ain't going to make it. Man, that's separation. When mm. Jesus says, come out of her, my people, I'm talking about scripture now, come out of her, my people, that's separation. Now, look at Pharaoh. Pharaoh saw Moses teaching the children of Israel. Hey, you 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 worshiping the wrong God. No, come on home to the, you coming to the, man, you, you're, in the, you're at the wrong guy. Then he's telling Pharaoh, let my people go. In other words, let them free. Look at what, look at the response of Pharaoh. Mm. Pharaoh took away the straws, made they work harder 
And then he said, but I need y'all to produce the same amount. Now, if anybody know what I'm talking about, y'all can put the scripture in there, but it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. Go on and search it. He took away the tools that they use to make their work easier and told them, hey, but I need you to produce at the same pace. Now, when I think about that in 2020, I said, oh, that's still going on today. We have one that's coming up, raising up from our midst saying, hey, come on, do for self. Hey, come on, come on up out of her. Hey, man, let's get some economics. And so what they do is they make the work harder. So now I'm so busy at work, I can't even pay attention to what Dr. Boyce is talking about on the, on the internet about economics. I'm so busy at work, I can't even hear what BWO is talking about. Man, I was busy. I couldn't tune into that live. I was at work. So mm -hmm. this reminds me of what was going on in the scripture when they made it harder, which made them ignore or not be able to have enough time to pay attention to what Moses was trying to teach them. So for us, when I look at the scripture, it says your gift will make room for you. I ain't read nowhere where it says your job will make room for you. <laughs> it says your gift will make room for you. But we have been so indoctrinated, like you said, to go to school get a good job so I can work for somebody else. We think that's the only way that I can make money and we don't have enough belief in ourselves. So we get to thinking, well, if I start a business, what if don't nobody buy? If I start a business, man, what if nobody support me? See, these are limited beliefs that we have. Well, if I go on a job, what if I get fired? How about that? Mm. If the pandemic hit, I may lose my job. How about that? Mm -hmm. So we have to start to think about those things and start to believe in ourselves because really, we really want to get to a point where our money is making money for us. Yes. Where I have so many assets, whether if it's real estate, digital real estate, stocks, crypto, where this money is making money for me. So now I can focus more on the family. I can focus more on self-improvement because the minister says self-improvement is the basis for community development. Hold on, what do you mean by that, brother Ben? Then you just agree that economics is key? Absolutely, but let me tell you this. I can build a restaurant. Me and we can collaborate right now and build a hospital because that's what everybody mm -hmm. wants. Everybody wants to see what can be posted on Instagram. See, he, he started a school, but guess what? If the black man and woman is not built up, the black man and woman that's running that thing going to run the school down, going to yes. run the restaurant down, going to mess up the land, ain't going to pay the taxes. So the best mm -hmm. thing build is us as a people then yeah. once we build us as a people up and give us the knowledge itself then we can go out and do for self now have mm. more time for the liberation of our people wow wow man you know that that is uh uh i, I mean it's right on point everything you're saying is right on point and i want to make sure uh i show respect to the knowledge fest uh folks uh brother kari muhammad out of uh, louisville kentucky is holding a knowledge fest uh this weekend uh it starts uh, i guess what friday and saturday right uh, and we're going to Louisville this weekend. You and I and uh, Sabir based uh, Styles P, Red Pill, Blue Pill and, and uh, B, the BWO uh, will be there. Uh, so if you want to know more, go to meetinc.org. The URL is on the screen. I'm leaving it up there for anybody that wants it. It's worth traveling to. It's worth traveling to because it's going to be hundreds of like minded black folks gathered in Louisville, Kentucky this weekend that are there looking for solutions. That's what we are there focused on. And uh, it's going to be fun. You're going to meet a lot of great people, but you got to get with your people and your people are the people that want to do what you want to do. And uh, and I can tell you, man, brother Ben is my people. I, I, I tell you, I've, I've listened to him. I'm just, I'm just proud, man. I, I would say I feel like a proud dad because I got a, a child older than you, but, but I, but I'm not even going to say that because I don't want to sound condescending on any level, man. You, you are a man. 
You are a black man. And I, I emphasize those words, black and man, because you are carrying yourself in a way that is uh, that presents dignity, uh, that presents purpose. Uh, you have courage. You have overcome so much. And 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 that's really that's really the solution. You know, I mean, people are looking for solutions for black folks. Look right here on the screen. You, I mean, you are part of that solution, you know, because, again, you could have ended up in the depths of hell, you know, just based on where you were kind of dropped in this world. And, uh, and, and and certain people came along and were able to lift you up. You lifted yourself up and now you're doing amazing things. You're inspiring millions of people. So let me let, let me just jump into this. then. Uh, so tell me this. Um, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a, a break off point in the conversation. Uh, what do you think that we can do right now as a, as a community and as individuals to, uh, to to put ourselves in a better position? So this, let's say 10 years, 15 years from now. Uh, the black community is better off. You know, when you when Ben X is uh, or Brother Ben X is 42 years old, uh, what does he want America, a black America, a black people around the world? What does he want that to kind of look like that's different from what we see right now? Um, I would like for us all individually to self-improve. And that's nothing I can necessarily tell people what it is. Only you know what your weakness is and listen to the God within yourself. And this is what will guide you. Say, I don't I don't believe in no spook guy coming down, changing your condition. There's a self-accusing spirit in all of us. Matter of fact, the minister said one time, would y'all murder the messenger of God? And everybody said, no, sir, I wouldn't murder the messenger of God. He says, oh, you, we murder the messenger of God every day when we steal the voice of truth from within ourselves. So all of us wake mm. up every day and we know what we need to do. We know mm. we need to study. We know what we need to improve. And we need to start first with ourselves, then start with our families, making sure that my family is straight, then branch out and make sure the community is straight through unity. But I want to start with self. Again, the scripture says, my gift, your gift will make room for you. Now check this out. Look at what it don't say. It don't say his gift will make room for you. It don't say her gift will make room for you. It says my gift, your gift will make room for you. Here's why I'm saying it. This is what I mean by that. A lot of us in our community, we seeing people online on Instagram, man, they're making six figures. Let me do what he doing. Mm. Oh man, doing seven figures. Let me do what he doing. No, man, all we got to do is accept our own and be ourselves because see some of us are thinking that we failures dang he 23 and he 25 he making money mm -hmm. like that i must be behind no here's the context they've been doing it for 10 years you've been doing it for 10 months you just got a little bit more patience mm. you gotta have a little bit more patience so once we start to put things in context and not be envious and jealous of our brothers because we can't do nothing being envious and jealous mm. and i love the way the minister broke down cain and abel he said, these ain't necessarily two brothers from 2000 years ago. These are two possibilities of the mind in the human being. Whenever you have one who's able, you will find Cain. And whenever somebody is able and you come up like Cain, you, you went, your brother didn't do nothing to you. Your mm. sister didn't do nothing to you. It was God who accepted it. It was mm. just God who accepted his gift and didn't accept your gift, but you envy and so your brother. What we should do more in our community, we should ask more questions like, why? Mm. We ask the question, why? We get down to the motive. Well, why did he choose Abel over Cain? Well, Cain 
uh, gave him something to offer something that was going on out of the ground. Well, Abel offered him life of an animal. Well, what he was trying to get them to see was, hey, man, I, I don't just want your material stuff. I don't want your money. That's cool now. Hey, that's a sacrifice. But I want your life. So once we give our life to God, well, brother, Ben, I don't believe in God. We're at an O to God. Now you got good. Give your life to a good life. Give your life to righteousness. And this will be a guiding force, a guiding plane for us to be able to do what we need to do. Then we need to unite with each other and remove all of the differences that we have. Well, brother Ben, you a Christian with that part in your head, brother. Oh, man, I ain't finna be sitting on here listening to you too much longer, brother. I'm a Christian. Well, let me tell you something. I'm a Christian, too. Just to bust your bubble. A Christian is one who is crystallizing oneness with Christ, I mean, with God, following Jesus Christ. A Muslim is one who submits their will to do the will of God. So in other words, your mother taught you three plus four equals seven. Mine says six plus one equals seven. And we get on YouTube going back and forth on videos talking about my mama's <laughs> right. No, my mama's right. No, my mama says seven plus zero. And we giving commentary about these different <laughs> equations. But he said when you get to the root knowledge and not the branch knowledge, you will see, hold on, we can get to the same answer. Seven. Yes. So what I'm saying is we have to first start mental and spiritual, because if you want to change the fruit, you got to change the root. And that's the mindset. So we have to study. And this is what I mean by study. Don't just go study something because I said I read this book. Don't go study a book because Dr. Boyce said he read a book. You need to go deep into yourself and say, man, what am I dealing with? And then I'm going to go study specifically my problem. If I got a problem with respect and authority, that's what I need to go work on. If I got a problem with envy and jealousy, that's what I need to go work on. If I got a problem with finances, budgeting, that's what I need to go study. And once we come together in unity, see, if I got two or three broke fingers and I ball up my fist, man, I can't hit you that hard. But, man, if I got all my fingers and they all strong and they all working, man, I can give you a hard punch. So this is why self-improvement is key. Then we need to move to economics. Mm. Ain't no reason we shouldn't have life insurance. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't understand. It. This, this is what my brother Jake told me. He said, brother Ben, he said, you can buy wealth until you build the wealth. And I was like, man, I never thought about it like that. I said, what do you mean? He said, bro, if you pay an annual premium of such and such and so and so, if you pay a couple hundred dollars a month, do you know if anything happens to you between this time and this time, brother, your family gets six figures? Your family gets seven figures and we can set your policy all right to where it can have a cash reserve and you can use this as your own private bank. I said, man, why don't everybody know about this? And this is how me and brother Dr. Jake uh, collaborated together and put this out to the community. Then what we need to focus on is our youth, mm. because a youthless movement is a useless movement. See, a lot of the prayers that y'all had growing up, man, we praying for somebody to be fearless. We praying for somebody to come with this. The minister talked about abortion one time and he was talking about not being so quick to abort your baby because the prayers that you've been praying is coming through your womb. So mm -hmm. he said, whenever you disrespect a woman, you're disrespecting a nation because a nation is coming through that woman. Mm. Yeah. Whenever you disrespect a man, you say are that, ag a say that again. Yeah, I'm, I'm whenever gonna... you Go, go said, ahead, bro. Say it again. Yeah, he said, when you disrespect a man, oh, you're disrespecting an individual. But when you disrespect a woman, you're disrespecting a nation because through her womb, she's going to give birth to everybody. You know, the minister, Malcolm X, uh, Dick Gregory, any great leader that you, Marcus Garvey, any great leader that you know came through the womb 
of a woman. So we now must learn, hey, man, how can we teach these children? What can we do as men to ensure that what I'm what I'm doing over here is enough to where my wife can be at home homeschooling my children, teaching them knowledge itself, teaching them about economics, allowing them to listen to some of our leaders. My children go to sleep listening to the minister because I need them to understand who he is and get that spirit. He said, look at what the minister said about education. He said, if I took a picture of this whole room, who's the first person you're going to look for? Yourself. Yourself. He said, well, the reason our children aren't interested in the education today because they don't see themselves in the picture. They don't see themselves in the picture of life. We're not showing them where they are in the scripture. So this is why they are uninterested. So we want to bring the crime down in the community. You know, they out there for the money. All of them, not just knuckleheads, just want to kill just to kill. Man, they got problems. They hearing their mama in there. Yeah, you, yeah, going through something to get some money. Daddy, at, daddy in prison. So child naturally say, well, man, I want to help mama out. So I'm going to go out here because the streets is the only example that I saw. The streets is the only example that I saw exercising force and power, which is what God is, force and power. So when I'm looking at this rapper, when I'm looking at this athlete, when I'm looking at this dope boy and he's making all this money, I say, man, I got to get it like that. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be eating noodles all my life. So we must show them an example because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said this. He didn't say go condemn them. He didn't say go look at all them brothers with their pants down and condemn them from not coming to the mosque. He didn't say go look at them brothers with tattoos and say condemn them from not going to church. He said you never have to condemn a dirty glass. Just put a clean one next to it. And when we become more clean glasses and they see more examples, we can start businesses and hire the youth. Man, me and my brother under 30 years old, we done hire over 20 people during the pandemic. I got the brother y'all just got sit up right now. This brother been in prison. He was in prison for 15 years. When he came home, he got a job. And when he connected with us, we didn't say, hey, we just need you for security. The brother got a book out called Determined to Change. Mm. We said, man, all this pain that you went through, your story, you need to write that because your story is going to save hundreds of people, thousands of people, millions of people by you just telling your testimony. Now his book is international. He's an international speaker. His name is Brother Wilford X. Determined to change.org. Determined the number two change.org. So a lot of us are saying the earlier when you said, Were you looking for change? Look at this brother right here. I thank you, Brother Dr. Boyce, but I'm gonna tell them something different as well. I'm gonna tell them to look in the mirror because there's two ways to learn. You can learn from experience or you can learn from somebody else. Well, if this brother been to prison for 15 years, I ain't got to go to prison 15 years to know I shouldn't have did what he did. Mm. If somebody else been robbing, if they've been killing, man, listen, I don't have to get shot nine times to know that it hurt. I heard 50 cents. Say it. <laughs> so if you write you an ebook, if you start you a course, if you start you a product and utilize your own story, your own problems and present a solution to the people, this is how you monetize. The cell phone, I'm pretty sure somebody said, man, I'm tired of writing notes to people and waiting on them notes to get here. Somebody said, I want to send a text message and get it right there. I'm pretty sure with Uber, somebody said, I'm tired of riding taxis. I'm going to start Uber. Whoever did the Airbnb said, I know it's somebody coming down here. There's somebody with a mortgage and they don't know how to turn their house into, a, into an asset. It's a liability. So they solved two problems. Now this person with a liability 
can turn a house into an asset and the person who didn't want to stay at a hotel, the person who didn't want to stay with a family member can stay in a comfortable home by themselves without being worried. Now they getting monetized, they getting paid and ain't got to own no real estate. So all I'm saying is we have to figure out how to utilize our problems, utilize our so-called failures because they lessons, not losses, and see how we can bring solutions to the community, not problems. People in the comment section that may have a problem, what is the solution? And anybody around me know that's how I think. You bring a, pr pr a problem, I'm always thinking, what is the solution? Right on. Well, I love it. I love it. And uh, everybody who, uh, in case you don't know, uh, this is Brother Ben X. Uh, Brother Ben X is on uh, Instagram. He's part of the Black World Order, BWO. And, uh, and we are 100 percent in uh, support of the Black World Order. I mean, we you, I, I, don't, I don't think I've heard anything I disagree with. Um, everything this brother has said has been amazing. Uh, the part that stood out to me the most was when we talk about reminding uh, all of us that the importance of, of the woman. Uh, you know, I, I think that you can have whatever opinion you want, but, um, you know, we all got a mama, you know, and so be careful about what you say about women, you know, because you are, you know, somebody says that about a woman, they're talking about your mama and, and you can't allow that to happen. And so uh, so I, I want to say thank you, man. Uh, this is great work. And uh, and by the way, I look forward to seeing you at Knowledge Fest. I'm going to put the URL for Knowledge Fest. For anybody who wants to come down, it's going to be this weekend coming up, uh, the weekend of the 19th. And uh, it's let's see what's the 18th and 19th. I guess that's Friday and Saturday. And it's in Louisville, Kentucky. <clears throat> and you can go to meetinc.org. That's the URL. Uh, uh, Red Pill, Blue Pill will be there. Uh, brother Sabir Bay, uh, Styles P, and uh, the Black World Order. And of course, uh, my brother Ben X. So thank you, man. Uh, thank you for coming through. Man. I, 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 this, is, this has been a great conversation, man. Indeed. I would like to say I've seen the comment asking, how do you join? If you would like to join, um, you can go to www.bwoacademy.com. I also have a free ebook that I'm giving away as well about marketing because my lane is the digital real estate. You can text BWO to 214-884-4644. I'm going to say it again. You can text the word. No, don't put quotation marks, just the code BWO altogether, BWO to 214-884-4644. And I'm going to send you a free ebook. We actually have class tonight with the tribe. If you're not ready for our full academy, because our full academy includes everything, we do offer our tribe for only $50 a month. That's Tuesday through Saturday, literally live training Tuesday through Saturday, which includes the sister circle and the lion's den. You can go to thebwotribe.com. That's if you just want to join the tribe and you're not ready for the full program. Thebwotribe.com. We're going to be in there tonight. And we're just going to be dealing with mindset, dealing with your struggles and bringing as many solutions as possible. So I thank you again. And I'm honored uh, to be on the platform. Yeah, brother. I'm glad to have you here. I'm going to have you back. Uh, I'm going to have you back. And I look forward to seeing you in person this weekend. And uh, uh, I also look forward to talking about ways uh, that we can build together because I, I agree with you. I'm, I like the way you think <clears throat> because I like people that are solution oriented. I also like. Uh, the idea of building, you know, just I mean, I think that uh, the creation of real things in the in the community that impact millions of people, that's something we can do. Uh, if everybody else can do it, we can do it, too. Right. So uh, and you're doing it, man. And I think it's great. And I applaud you, brother. So thank you so much. And, and last thing, I'm sorry. Last thing, because I like to bring receipts because anybody can get up here and talk about how powerful their program is. And, and I say this all the time. I can come up here and say I got the best program. But I'm challenging y'all, anybody in our community who say they got a program, anybody in our community who say they are a teacher,
Don't look at them. Move them to the side and say where your students at. Move mm -hmm. them to the side and say where's the results from your students. So we have a full page full of students. Be mm -hmm. at on Instagram at BWO Reviews. So I don't want y'all coming to here saying, oh, he just know how to talk good because he followed the minister. No, sir, I can shut my mouth and I just point. So go to at BWO Reviews on Instagram and you can see all the results and follow our students. If you don't want to follow me, look at the results of our students. So that's the last thing. Yeah, I, I love it, man. I love it. man. Well, uh, thank you, man, for coming through. This has been excellent, excellent, excellent. And uh, thank you all, everybody. Everybody give this brother a digital round of applause. Uh, let him know how much we love and respect what he's doing. And uh, also, um, uh, just know I'm I, I'm inviting him back because uh, I I assume give me a yes in the chat if you want me to bring him back because I because this uh this this is this is what we're looking for uh, this is what we uh you know the, a lot of us who started doing this type of stuff years ago uh I, now that I think about it I think I started writing my first articles on racial issues when I, about 25 years ago and so I guess that was when you were two and I was yep. a, a grad student you know and when I when I would visualize what we wanted for the future. I visualized what you're doing. Right. So, uh, so I, I want to support that in every way that I can, uh, because I know that we can do this. Uh, can't nobody stop us. We will be the best. Like you said, I think you said you can't get, you can get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. That's right. So that to the, my, my simple translation is stop running around trying to imitate white folks. <laughs> you are the original. You are the best. You are the, the one that everybody else wants to be. So go be that. So uh, everybody hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button on your way out. Uh, this weekend, like I said, Knowledge Fest, Louisville, Kentucky. Brother Ben X will be there. Uh, Styles P, Sabir Bay, and uh, so many other great people. Meetinc.org is where you can go to get tickets, and you can join us at that event. That's one of the few events I'm doing. I haven't done an event in a long time. I did it out of respect for uh, Kari Muhammad, and uh, and I'm not, I'm not really traveling as much, but but that's one one thing I want to travel to because I want to see some solutions and no better place to start than my hometown in Louisville. And uh, so God bless everybody. So stay up. Have a good day, and uh, you guys will see me real soon tonight, and uh, have a good evening. Uh, talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. All right.